let me give the audience an answer that they can that they can start with. Attitude is selfish. You give it to yourself first, and then once you achieve it, you can potentially pass it on to others by example or by what you do, not necessarily what you say, but by your actions. Mm. Selfish is a positive thing because if I'm trying to be the best dad or I'm trying to be the best salesperson, I can't do that until I'm the best person for myself. Mm. If I read in the morning and I start my day in a positive way, then I have a chance of helping other people along the way. Mm -hmm. But if other people are asking me for help and I'm not thinking my best or feeling my best, I'm not going to be able to give my best. And I think that's an element that's exceptionally important in understanding what attitude is all about. What is going on, my friends? Thank you so much for joining yours truly, Ryan Caligiuri, on this week's episode of Cut the Crap Podcast, where every single week, I'm reading a book, condensing that book down to its core golden nuggets. I'm bringing the author on the show to have a conversation about the gold nuggets. And I'm here with you every single week, just trying to save you a little bit of time and bring you some information that can spark real change in your life. It's been a few weeks. Been a few weeks. And I know the last episode, you know, I was gone for a few more weeks. And, you know, I just took a little bit of time away from the podcast. And honestly, I'm, I'm a big advocate of that. I'm a big advocate for the pause. Sometimes you just got to take a little bit of time to reflect, a little bit of time to think, to decide maybe what you're doing, what your next move will be. You know, we always want to go, 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 go. We can't stop. We got to keep moving. Nah. Sometimes you just got to stop, pause, reflect for a little bit. Think, take some time, reflect, decide what you're going to do next. Over the past couple weeks, I've been doing a lot of thinking. A lot of thinking about what I'm doing next in my career. What I'm doing next with Cut the Crap Podcast. What I'm doing next with the promotion of the show. What I want to do. And all the thinking has led me to this one thought. And that I want you out there, the person listening to this. I want you to see me more. I want to be able to talk to you more. Because that's what makes me happy. The people out there listening to this right now, you make me happy. When you send me messages, you tell me how much you love this show. That, man, that resonates with me in a big, big way. And the fact that the only connection that I have to you all right now is through email or social media, I don't like that. I want to build more connection. I want to come to you. I want to come to your city. I want to talk to you. I want to have more of a dialogue. And I'm not putting enough effort, enough energy, enough work into creating that dialogue. That's all about the change. And I'm very, very excited to say that I'm launching another podcast that is very much focused on building resilience, focused on mental toughness. And that's kind of been that secret I've been holding out on for quite some time. Doing more speaking gigs, coming out to see you, coming to your city, you know, booking tours, doing more writing, posting more on social media. Having more of a conversation with you, this is the stuff that really gets me going and the stuff that I've really put on the back burner. And it's really affected my level of happiness. And it's because that's what makes me happy. Connecting with people like you, changing lives, that, I mean, it's, 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 I know that sounds so ridiculous when people say changing lives, but I mean, I get the emails. I get the phone calls, the text messages from all of you telling me how much this podcast has changed your life. And 
I mean, it's not me making this up. It's you guys telling me that. So I know some of you come to the podcast just for information. Some of you come for inspiration. Others, you come for whatever reason you want. But, you know, the one thing that always resonated with me was just how much change this podcast has created. I want to double down on that. And that's where my thinking over the past few weeks has taken me. And it's been good. It's been really good. And I encourage a lot of you out there who maybe you're just, you're not 100% happy with where you're at. Maybe sometimes you just got to take a pause and reflect, think, bring some good stimulus to your mind, read a book, have a different conversation with a different type of person, go travel, get a different experience, find inspiration from shows, books, music, whatever. Sometimes it's all you really need to change things up a little bit for yourself and double down on your happiness. But in any case, my friends, we're not here to talk about me. We're not here to talk about my path. I know a lot of you care about me, so that's why I want to give you a little bit of uh, insight into uh, what I've been up to. But you're here because you want the golden nuggets on a book, and I'm telling you guys right now, this book is one of my favorites. And I say that a lot about so many different books, but this one in particular is one of my favorites. Jeffrey Gittimer, if you don't know who Jeffrey is, he's, he's a legend in the sales world, a legend. He's got dynamic energy, great personality, and he wrote this book. I absolutely love this book. The Little Gold Book of Yes Attitude. How to find, build, and keep a yes attitude for a lifetime of success. This whole thing about resilience that I've been talking about, it all comes down to your mindset. And I've noticed so often that there's so many people out there who know the strategies. They know the tactics. They know what they're supposed to do, and yet they still fail. Why? Because they don't have their mind. They have the wrong attitude. Their perspective is wrong. They don't have the mental resilience, the mental toughness to stick through it. They don't have the philosophies. And because of that, they fail. It doesn't matter what kind of resources you have. We live in a world where there's unlimited knowledge. It's called Google. Type it in. Never before in the history of human beings has information been so readily accessible. And yet, we still don't know what we're doing with our lives. We don't know answers to certain things. And we, we, we screw up all the time. We feel lost. We're depressed. We're sad. Why? Because we don't have our minds. We don't have these things that I'm talking about. And in this podcast episode in particular, we talk to Jeffrey about so many of these different aspects that you need to put into place in your mind to help you think right. Because the moment you start to think right, it's the moment that everything starts to change for you in a positive sense. If you think in crappy ways, if you don't think in a way that is conducive to your success, if you think negativity, you're going to get negativity. So it's my hope that I can bring some positive stimulus to you this morning, this week, this month, whenever you're listening to this podcast, and I hope that it's a catalyst that puts you on a different direction. Again, that's what we're here doing. Every single day I say this podcast is designed to spark change in your life. I think this book will definitely do that with some of you. So in any case, enough jibber-jabber. Let's crack right into this one. Again, this one is Jeffrey Gittimer's Little Gold Book of Yes Attitude, How to Find, Build, and Keep a Yes Attitude for a Lifetime of Success. I know you're going to love this one, so enjoy it. Take some notes. Listen back to it a few more times, but I will catch you back here at the end of the episode. Enjoy. Jeffrey, my man, how you doing this morning? Dude, I'm doing absolutely fine. And yourself? Hey, man, I'm always good. I'm always Well, it's good. not winter yet up in Winnipeg, so I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> hey, man, no, we're doing okay. We're, we're preparing. We're still thought out. 
Summer yeah. lasts all the way up until the end of August, right? Ah, you know, pretty much. Yeah, that's when the snow melts, and then come September, back to blizzard scenarios again. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I just scared That'd everybody cool. from coming to Winnipeg now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeffrey, uh, there's a lot of people out there, man, who obviously know who you are, what you're about, your style. But for those few people out there who don't know who you are or what mm-hmm. you do, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I, I think the mess, the best thing that I can say about myself is that I'm a salesperson uh, a writer, a speaker, a father, and a grandfather. Hmm. Uh, those are the elements that, and I'm also um, about to be a husband. So I, hmm. uh, for you know, obviously not the first time, but uh, I'm a family guy. That's where I start. Awesome. And I wake up every day and I write. I wake up every day and I read. I wake up every day and I prepare. And that causes me to both think and create. Those are the five elements that make up my lifestyle. And I've been doing that every day for the past 25 years. And so far, it's working. Hey, man. Sounds awesome. I love, by the way, that you led with you're a family man. And does mm-hmm. that come with experience, man? Because obviously, you know, you've been in the game for a long time. When you were younger, was it all about sales and hitting your numbers? Or did you always believe that? Did you always believe that family comes first? I always had my own business. Mm-hmm. So I always was the chief salesman for my company. Mm-hmm. And I took care of my kids. I took care of my family. That's that's the main thing that you do when you become a businessman or an entrepreneur. Uh, you have to pay your own way, and sometimes you don't pay yourself enough. But I'm always responsible for it. Mm. I don't let someone else be responsible for my paycheck. I create it. I love that, man. I love that. Everyone has that opportunity as well. And right. And uh, thank you for interviewing me about the Yes Attitude book today. But that's foundational mm-hmm. to being a successful human being. You got it, man. You got it. That's why I want to have you on, man. Because a lot of times, this is what I always talk about. We, so many of, of us, we read books about sales and marketing, strategy, tactics, innovation, product development, all this stuff. And this is all good. You have to know that stuff. Yep. But some of this foundational stuff we just forget about. And this stuff here that we're talking about today is what truly creates successful salespeople, successful human beings for crying out loud. The challenge is for people to understand that attitude is foundational. And if because if if you're if you're trying to make a sale and your boss is up your ass that you're not making enough sales, it's your attitude that's gonna have to kick <laughs> in. That's right. And you know, and your resilience. Mm-hmm. That's if exactly you don't have right. if you don't have those two things, you're you're in trouble. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know what, man? I, like, we're gonna have a good discussion today. But so let's crack right into it. Let's let's go sure. into the frame of the book. So, gold nugget number okay. one: we talk about insight to your inside attitude. So again, a positive attitude is all important. You can't avoid the negative, but you can control how you react to the negative circumstances that are around you. So again, that is core of a positive attitude. Talk to us a little bit about this one: insight into your inside attitude. It is the way you dedicate yourself to the way you think. If you think it's good, it's good. If you think it's bad, it's bad. If you think it's cold and you're going to have a great day, then you're going to have a great day. If you think it's cold and you're not going to have a great day, then you are not going to have a great day. Attitude, the way you dedicate yourself to the way you think, creates your intentions. You may have a goal, but if your intentions aren't there to achieve the goal, it's not going to happen. Your boss says you need to sell five things today, And you're going, I don't really like my boss. I don't really like my company. It's just not going to happen. But if you love what you do and you're dedicated to self-success, you're going to get out there and at least give it your best shot. Mm -hmm. So I ask people all the time, how positive is your attitude? And they say, oh, Jeffrey, it's really positive. I say, oh, great. Let's take this little test. And the the, the test is in the book. It's, It's amazingly accurate 
And most people don't have a positive attitude. In fact, it's not even close mm -hmm. because they don't dedicate themselves to it from the moment they wake up until the moment they go to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't. One of the things that I have in my family is a nine year old daughter, even though I probably shouldn't. But I do. Hmm. And sometimes she'll say, Daddy, I can't sleep. And I'll say, well, what are you thinking about? And I explained to her that if she changes her thoughts to the most fun things that have ever happened to her in her life, that she'll be asleep in five minutes. Hmm. And it happens. And it works. No kidding. It's funny. That test that you talk about, again, it's very simple tests, but it's questions you ask yourself. So do you participate in training such as attending seminars or reading self-help yep. books? Are you happy, yep. joyous, enthusiastic? Do you respond yep. to bad situations by looking for opportunities, not at the problem? Are you forgiving? Do you hold grudges? Do you do whatever you can to help others succeed? Do you count your blessings at least once every day? And I can guarantee you, Cut the Crap Podcast Nation, if you go through this test, a lot of you will fail. Far too many of you will fail. And God damn it, that's such a shame. Such a shame. I'll tell you something. Cut the crap is one of the keys to attitude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it definitely is, man. It's true. We, uh, when you get south a little bit more and you get into the states, we call it no bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we're really, we're really, we're means. really played up here. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, it's you're, while you're drinking your Tim Hortons undrinkable coffee, you probably have a lot. <laughs> That takes attitude all by itself. Hey, man, that's true. That is true. No, but I, Let me yeah. have a cup of what you guys call coffee. Hey, man, we have good coffee up here. Well, I mean, our oh, beer's yeah, better. You our have beer's great better, coffee. But... Yeah. You finally got Starbucks. Hey, man, yeah, Starbucks finally came in last month, man. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, it's been hooting up in our, in our igloos. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. I'm, I'm giving Winnipeg such a bad name. People are listening to the podcast. No, like, Winnipeg is cool. There. Hey, it is. Winnipeg is cool. I gave a seminar there a few years ago. There were 700 people in the audience, and they were hooting it up. There we go, man. And it was fun. There it was go. totally fun. There we go, Wonderful man. people. That's what I'm talking Absolutely about. an incredible time for me. So I have only good feelings about Winnipeg. I love it, man. I love it. That's awesome. But so I'm not coming there from <laughs> December until February. Hey, no, ugh, no, man. You don't want to come in February. No, you want to come. You don't want to come here between November and March, and then you'll right. be all good, man. Right now, it's just it's, it's hot May. as hell right now. I'll take May. Hey, May's perfect. May's perfect. Beautiful, beautiful time. Perfect. I'll put you up, man. Don't worry about it. Thank you. <laughs> so again, this one here, insight into your inside attitude. This one is so important. And it's one of those things I notice a lot of the times where you get a new salesperson that comes into an organization, and they come in, they're full of piss and vinegar, they're excited, the organization's excited about them coming in. But then what happens? Time happens. The longer they stay in the organization, the longer they get beat down by, you know, whether it's a certain manager or, you know, they missed their goal and now they're bitter by it or politics or what have you. And then as I train these people from day one to, you know, maybe the time before they want to leave, what happens? Did their skills change? Nah, man, their skills stay the same. In fact, they sometimes, probably got no, better. Sometimes their skills improve, yeah. but their cynicism takes over. There it is. There it is right there. Their cynicism takes over and their attitude changes. And when their attitude changes toward the job, they just have this like, I don't, don't, don't give a damn anymore. I don't care. Or, or, and I think this is equally as important, they begin to self-predict a negative outcome. Yes. Yes. Very true. They, they know what won't happen and they, they fail to focus on what could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it happens so often, man, so often. So again, Cut the Crap Podcast Nation, if you're one of those people out there where you're in a job right now, you're selling and you know you have this very cynical way of looking at your boss, at your organization, at the situation, that is a result of your attitude. That is something that you control, right? You are essentially giving in to you know, your own emotions. 
And yep. a lot of times you might say, hey, I just got to get out of here. This is just not right for me. Listen, I guarantee you, if you leave this organization, you go somewhere else, in a couple of years, you're going to feel the exact same way. It's just going to happen. Most people, and I, I, let me jump over to element two of yeah. attitude, self-awareness. Awesome. Most people don't understand when they begin to become negative. Mm. Most people don't have that self-awareness because it's just part of their physical or their mental makeup. And they start to gripe about things instead of praise things. Mm. And I refuse. I, I will tell people all the time when they tell me what's wrong. I, I ask them to, well, okay, that's cool. Tell me what's right. Hmm. Yeah. Or tell me how you can get that done. Mm-hmm. Most people start out with what they can't do. And I say, well, okay, that's cool. Tell me what you can do. Mm-hmm. That's exactly and it's, right. It's an amazing a transformation. It it puts a pie in their face, but it's a, a cherry pie or a blueberry <laughs> pie, not a whipped cream, you know, not a shaving cream pie. Oh, yeah. Again, this is a perspective shift you're forcing on them here. You're telling them, hey, listen, I don't want to hear about what you can't do or, or what you can't afford. I want to understand how you can change your situation. I want to understand what you are good at. It comes down to the person who says, hey, man, I'll never be able to afford that Lamborghini Gallardo. Well, guess what? If you say you'll never be able to afford it, you will never afford it because you just closed your mind off. That's exactly what you put out there into the world. But instead, if you ask a better question, if you say, hey, how can I afford that Lamborghini Gallardo? All of a sudden, your mind opens up. It doesn't close off. It opens up to new opportunities. Now, you'll be searching for new opportunities to buy that Lamborghini. How you think and how you control your thoughts and what you think about will really determine your success. So again, if you have a sales goal out there, Cut the Crap Podcast Nation this quarter and you're trying to hit it and you say, listen, man, I'm never going to hit that goal. What do you think is going to happen? Come exactly. On. You think you're going to hit um, that goal? One of, the, one of the quotes inside uh, number two is quality performance starts with a positive attitude. Hmm. If you're trying to, If you're trying to be your best – you have to think your best. That's right. If you're trying to give your best, you have to think your best. And if you do that, you have a shot at it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly so right. I, that's, that's where I stand on that, and I'm, I'm not going to move off of it. So far, it's... It's working. I love it, man. There's so much good stimulus from this element as well. You know, again, you you encourage people to read books like Think and Grow Rich, How to Win Mm -hmm. Friends and Influence People, How to Stop Mm -hmm. Worrying and Start Living, Dale Carnegie, The Power of Positive Thinking by uh, Norman Vincent Peale. There's a lot of good stimulus. There are a lot of good books. Some of the books we've covered on Cut the Crap Podcast. And you got to go back. You got to listen to them. You got to surround yourself with this because I'm telling you, you got to guard the door of your mind carefully. There's so many people out there who just spew garbage all day long. They have negative mindsets and you can't allow them to poison your mindset. It's too easy. Let me let me give the audience an answer that they can that they can start with. Attitude is selfish. You give it to yourself first and then once you achieve it, you can potentially pass it on to others by example or by what you do, not necessarily what you say, but by your actions. Mm. Selfish is a positive thing because if I'm trying to be the best dad or I'm trying to be the best salesperson, I can't do that until I'm the best person for myself. Mm. If I read in the morning and I start my day in a positive way, then I have a chance of helping other people along the way. Mm -hmm. But if other people are asking me for help and I'm not thinking my best or feeling my best, I'm not going to be able to give my best. And I think that's an element that's exceptionally important in understanding what attitude is all about. Mm-hmm. Well said, man. Well said. And that kind of bleeds. Oh, in, that kind of bleeds into the third element here: attitude actions. 
So attitude actions, it's all about taking positive actions to frame yep. positive responses. So these attitude actions, they help you attain and maintain your positive attitude. Lead us through this one, man. So uh, the, the biggest thing that I can talk about is in this, it's in the sales world and it's in the real world. You either blame other people for what's happening or you take responsibility. Hmm. You either blame other people for things that went wrong or you take responsibility. You either blame other people for what happened or what you caused or you take responsibility for it. Hmm. In sales, it's real easy. You say, the guy wouldn't return my call. That's blaming the guy. Mm -hmm. Or my kid disrespects me. Either way, it's a blame. If you want to know what real blame is, just look <laughs> at the government. They blame everybody and take no responsibility for a damn thing, That's right. no matter who it is. Mm -hmm. But in your home, in your family, and in your business, and in your life, you have to look at, I'm either going to take responsibility for what it is that I'm doing and what it is I'm saying by changing my responsibility for how I think. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I can't explain it in a better way. People understand blame versus responsibility they just won't accept it. Yeah. They would rather blame it's so much easier to say the coffee was cold mm -hmm. than I didn't have a chance to reheat it. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's a, it, there's so many simple things that people can do or they tell you what they can't do versus tell you what they can do. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at it from the perspective of I want to know what can be done so that I can be responsible for myself first and then I'm responsible for my actions and statements to others second. That's right. I'm going to take responsibility, and that's the easiest way that I can explain the entire section three. Mm -hmm. you, you have a responsibility, and you either accept it or you shirk it. So your actions are a direct response to your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's going to rain? Do you think the gas tank is half full? Do you think you're going to – and I tell people <laughs> – be, be as productive as the day before you go on vacation. Mm, nice. That's a big day. Yeah. You get every single thing in your life done times 10. At the end of the day, you have a great sense of achievement. You feel great. You go to bed anticipating the fact that tomorrow you're headed up to do some ice fishing or something abnormal. There are things that you can do right now. You can be nice. Mm -hmm. You can be kind. You can smile. You can make a friend. You can praise other people. You can be proud of something that you did or an accomplishment that you that you have. Or you can follow that that mantra song, don't worry, be happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What the hell are you worried about? Totally, man. So that, those kind of actions uh, will help in your own mind. It will help you get better mm -hmm. because you're thinking in a responsible way. That's right. Not in a blame way. And it's tough to do, man. I know it's tough. To, it's people out there. I know you're listening to Jeffrey right now, and you're saying, "Yeah, easier said than done." Jeffrey, listen, no, I get it. You could sit there and and have your negative attitude tell you, "Listen, it's going to be too hard. It's not right for me." And guess what? That you're never going to change. But if you're open to changing, then you got to take what Jeffrey's saying and, and heed his wisdom. And there's certain things in the book that I really loved, especially when it came to this element here and this idea of reacting negatively. It's a natural human response. Listen, it's just something that happens. But you can really reprogram program yourself to react more positively to certain situations and you give us a number of tips that we can use to reframe a more positive response so for example let me give you a good one. let me yeah. give you a real good one sure man, somebody yells it. at you for doing something stupid and instead of saying i'm sorry you say thanks 
Mm. And they go, what do you mean? Well, thanks. See, if you point stuff out that will make me a better person, I totally appreciate it. And I'm going to take action on what you said. I appreciate what you said, and I appreciate you. Love it. Instead of, you jackass, you know, you have your own problems, and your car's ugly, and so is your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It's totally 100% up to you and how you respond. Yeah. And if you respond that way, if you respond in a more positive fashion, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to get more positive. If you respond in a negative fashion, you just planted a whole bunch of negative seeds all over the place. They're going to think you're an ass. They're not going to want to deal with you. They're going to be, you know, they're going to continue to be negative and, 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 and rude with you. And that's all you're going to see. And do you think it's going to make people, your life better? I, no. I tell people in customer service departments when a customer calls up and has a big problem, I, I train them to say, that's my favorite problem. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I and like they, that. They uh, Literally, they didn't know how to respond to that. Customers don't know how to respond to that. They're oh, all about sure. being pissed off. Yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Oh, no kidding. So now let's go to element number four, this idea right. of attitude attributes. So essentially, this comes down to identifying your strengths, identifying your weaknesses, and working mm-hmm. to improve on your shortcomings. So talk to us about this one. Well, it starts about it starts with making a list of your best qualities. What do you have? What do you think your best attributes are as a person? And there's a, obviously there's a test in here about I, I, I. They're all things that you can do and things that you can think about. But there's a core here, and the core is, do you have a philosophy of how you live your life? I, I, have, a, I have a very positive core. My core is I give value first, I help other people, I strive to be my best at what I love to do, I establish long-term relationships with everyone, and I have fun, and I do that every day. Hmm. Now, if you have a positive attitude, that philosophy is easy to convey. I also try to create one random act of kindness every day. In doing that, whether it's holding a door for somebody or tipping a little bit more than I normally would tip or something, helping someone through some situation, it makes you feel good. You don't actually, random acts of kindness are also a selfish act. You do it because it makes you feel good. The second thing I do is I make 10 people smile every day, no matter what. And the interesting thing is when I make them smile, it makes me smile. So I'm giving the, the, the person in front of me or the people around me a reason to laugh or smile. Mm. And I find myself smiling. So if you do that throughout the course of the day, you're going to win. You only have to make one person smile every two hours. You're up for 20 yeah. hours. There you go. And you get four solid hours worth of sleep. Nice. I love that, man. And essentially, these are things that you're putting in place for yourself, these activities on a regular basis, really forcing you to put yourself in a positive state of mind. And I don't think we have enough of this this stuff. You know, we wake up in the morning and we're on autopilot. We wake up and we, whatever, we brush our teeth, wash our face, hit the subway, you know, listen to our podcast, go to work, and that's about it. And we come home and eat our dinner, watch Netflix, fuck whatever, walk the dog, well, you, and then we do the same thing. You get into the groove, which, is, which deepens over time, and it becomes a rut. That's right. That's exactly and what it is. I'm, I, I think you have to jump out of the rut and get back up into the groove. Yeah, I agree. So what um, do you say? I wrote, I wrote, I also, yeah. this is a pretty interesting thing. At five o'clock one morning, about 20 years ago, I wrote this line. The main reason people will rain on my parade is because they have no parade of their own. Oh, nice. And so you think about who's criticizing you and what are they saying? Dude, it's the essence of... The hell with those people. 
That's number one. Number two is what's so funny about what you do? Where is mm. your sense of humor? Right. I'm going to tell you, if, if your audience has Canadians in it, let me share one thing with you. Go download every single episode of SCTV. Mm. It is by far the funniest show ever on television. It's all Canadians all the time. No kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 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 John Candy's original John Candy. It's it's Martin Short's original Martin Short. It's no kidding. Phenomenal players in there. And if you're if you're under 30, you've probably never even heard of it. Oh, man, I've never heard of it. I'm Dave just, just at 30. Yeah. SCTV. <laughs> all right. I wrote it down. Nice. It's amazing. It's not good. It's amazing. <laughs> awesome. It's funny as hell. And awesome. you'll know every person in there from from uh, uh, you'll see. Mm. You'll so, see. so what, what do you say to the people out there who who they're man, they're trying. They're trying their best to put themselves in positive and a positive attitude. But the problem is the people around. I'm, I'm worried about you, what you're going to say here, but I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. But what do you say to the people out there who are constantly surrounded by the negativity? Their sales team, they're all negative, right? They all complain. You may have to change your up. environment. There you may is. have to change your environment. But the, here's the deal. Never give up. Mm. You just don't, you know, you don't, you know, if you're in a barn and the barn is full of horse shit, start digging around for a pony. <laughs> There's going to be a pony in there someplace. Yeah. And, and if you believe that eventually you'll find the pony. Amen. This is true. If, if you don't, then you need a different barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some people need a different home. So if the, if the environment is negative, if the boss is negative, Dude, you don't have to subject yourself. You live in a free world. You can you can go someplace else and and start and start brand new, or you can create your own environment. Mm -hmm. And I I recommend to people when you go home have an environment that you love. That's right. Have a creative environment where you sit and you create. I I have one in my space, and everyone in our company because we I live in the same building that I work in. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows where I where I hang. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it's it's an easy excuse for people to essentially say, hey, man, I, Jeffrey, Ryan, I get it. Like, I'm trying to put myself in a positive attitude all the time, but I'm surrounded by negative people all the time. Listen, in today's world, there's no reason why you can't surround yourself with positivity. This podcast, for example, tons of people listen to this podcast and they start it off every single morning because they say, hey, man, it puts me in a good state of mind. Listen, listen to Jeffrey's podcast. Listen to Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast. Listen to my podcast. It doesn't matter. Listen to Jeb Blood's podcast. People who will bring you positive stimulus, people who have the right mindset, follow them. Listen to them. If you are surrounded by a whole bunch of people, get new friends, man. And if you can't yeah. get out of it, like you said, then maybe you got to change your environment. And that's a tough pill to swallow, but honestly, it's the reality. And I'd much rather go through life with a whole bunch of people who think positively than with a whole bunch of, you know, crapheads out there who think negatively yeah. and put everyone else down. Life's too short for that, man. Way too short. I agree. I totally agree. So we've gone through everything in the, in the book, except what is it really going to take for you to achieve this? Hmm. That's right. What are the actions that you have to take? And the first thing you have to do is personally decide, I'm willing to do this. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take a new thought pattern for that to be able to happen. So you have to start every morning with something positive, some wisdom, some expression, some video, some page that you read from a book. That starts the whole day rolling. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to share something that I do and I've, I've done it. I've set examples for it. I take post-it notes. I write down a few words on them. It'd be their attitude or goals that I have. And I put them on my bathroom mirror. 
And every morning when I get out of the shower, when I'm home, I can see what I'm supposed to be doing. And I set my mind on achievement, not defeat. So if you do that and you're willing to read in the morning or listen in the morning or watch in the morning, you start yourself out with that 15 minutes of personal positive actions, response, you're going to win. Mm -hmm. If you start your morning out listening to bullshit on the news or what happened or, you know, who cares totally. what happened? It's, it'll change in a year. Mm -hmm. It won't matter in a year. The same idiots will still be there. They'll still be, you know, blessed in the same crap about what it is and what it isn't. Your job is to be responsible for yourself and start with you every single morning. Start with yourself. If you do that, you're going to win. Start every day and start everything in the positive. How am I going to win this? What am I going to do here? But, and this is, a, I, I think, probably the biggest secret of all. It takes time. Yes. You don't get great attitude in a day. You get great attitude day by day. Mm -hmm. And one day it hits you and it becomes impenetrable. But you have to work at it. You cannot quit at it. It has to be a day by day thing. Mm -hmm. And you get tested by that every single day, man. Like your 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 positivity gets tested all the time with these demons that pop up every single day. Whether it's you know a form of anxiety, a form of fear, or frustration, or anger, whatever it is, these things will pop up all the time. But this is what you talked about essentially at the very beginning of the podcast where you must continue to go on this path because it builds resilience and resilience to your positivity, to your, your, your ability to weather the negativity. And I feel like I've been doing this for a really long time. So when people around me get negative, I'm usually that guy that pulls everybody up naturally or just because yeah. of how I am. It Perfect. takes a lot of time, man. It takes a lot of time to get that way. And let me tell you, it takes a lot of practice. And you know, it's funny. A lot of I, was this, gonna, man. I, I was going to name this book. Yes, a wonderful alternative to no. But it had the word no in it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like, man. So I, I think that um, uh, it, people are, are understanding this finally. I put yes attitude instead of positive attitude for a reason. Hmm. When something great happens to you, you don't scream positive. <laughs> that's right. When something great happens, you scream yes. yes. And that's what you have to think about in all the things that you do. How can I say yes? How can I think yes? How can I get to yes? How can I speak yes? Mm -hmm. All the things of, of yes will lead you to that positivity, plain mm -hmm. and simple. Yeah, man. Well said. Well said, Jeffrey. So you know what? We have those five elements. We've walked through them, but there's one more. And this is maybe our first time we've ever had golden nugget number five and a half. I want you to talk a little bit about this idea of attitude fulfillment. You know, it's not something that we've maybe heard too much about. So introduce the audience to this idea of attitude fulfillment. Well, let's look at it. Uh, if you have a child, a young child, you're standing in front of the child when the kid turns 10 months or 11 months and the kid starts to walk. And you're giving that kid positive reinforcement in a way that you've never given before. Come on, Mary, walk to daddy. Come on, Billy, walk to mommy. This is the way that, and when that kid takes that first step, there's a celebration. Mm -hmm. Hats, ice cream, pictures, videos to the grandparents, you name it. Unfortunately, that kid also turns two and his first name becomes no. Hmm. No, Billy, no, Mary, no, no, don't touch that, don't do that, that kind of thing. So I'm looking at it from a standpoint of you have to treat every kid like they're a one-year-old, hmm. but you have to drop the baby cock. And that gives them fulfillment and you fulfillment. But there's a deeper secret. 
You ever go Christmas shopping? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the secret is there's no Santa Claus. Hmm. Oh, wait, you are Santa Claus. <laughs> so when I go to the store to start my Christmas shopping, the first thing I do is I buy myself something big and expensive. Hmm. What the hell? I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> and then if there's anything else left over, I buy other people their crap. Hmm. Be in a position where you reward yourself, that's fulfillment. Nice. Be in a position where you gratify yourself with something nice and fun and do it often. Hmm. Don't, you don't have to live your life for others like a martyr. You know, I gave you the best years of my life. What the hell are you doing that for? They're the best years. Keep a couple for yourself. Mm -hmm. You give yourself permission to have a yes attitude. Hmm. You give yourself the understanding to have a great attitude and you affirm it on an every morning basis. I'm the friendliest person in the world. I'm the most enthusiastic person in the world. I'm the most helpful person in the world. Repeat mantras and they're in the book. That's All right. the affirmations are in the book that you would need to do and just read them in the morning for five minutes. That's right. Instead of, boy, I sure hope it doesn't do this today, or I hope sure Bob doesn't do this today. That's bullshit. And you have to put yourself in the position where if Bob does this or if the world does this, I'm going to think this way or I'm going to respond this way. Mm -hmm. That The fulfillment of it is you have a response and you have an internal, literally an internal system that will prevent that negativity from creeping in. Mm -hmm. That's but exactly right. it takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes time. Now, every, you know, we only have a half an hour or so to do this, and, and I'm very grateful for this time with you, but I'm going to challenge people. The answers that you need to a great attitude are inside this little gold book of Yes Attitude. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make a bloody fortune when you buy a book for 20 bucks, but and probably more in Canada, probably like 900 bucks. In <laughs> yeah, Canada, probably. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. But, but the challenge is this, this book is life-changing. And you don't just read it once. You read it a half a dozen times until you get it. And then you share it with your spouse or your kids or your friends or your coworkers so that it becomes a group. And you can sit around and think about it, talk about it, make, you know, make ideas about it, bring, bring fulfillment to yourself with this, with this attitude process. And then you win. That's right. But you can't do it unless you start. Mm -hmm. You have to start. It is, it is the gratitude that you feel. It is the fulfillment that you feel. It, it is the happiness inside you feel, that sense of achievement, that sense of accomplishment. All of these things you give yourself. Mm -hmm. You work your ass off, you feel great, and you, you know, you're, running doesn't help you live longer, it just seems longer. But when you get back from a run and you stand in the shower, you feel great. That's exactly right. I'm telling you, man, you said it right there. It is life-changing. But only if you want it to be. If you pick up the book and it's just like any other book and you just read it and you put it down and you don't really dedicate yourself to it, don't expect anything to change. Just like Jeffrey said, it takes time. But guess what? Not only does it take time, but it takes work. It takes effort. And even on the days where you feel like, oh, I just want to give in to the negativity and bitch and complain, don't do it. Hold yourself to a higher standard. Pick up the book whenever you're feeling down. Pick it up when you're feeling great even to reinforce your positive attitude. But I'm telling you right now, you will achieve more sales. You will have a more successful uh, career. You'll have a more successful life. You'll have more successful relationships if you take what's in this book and you put it into practice for yourself. 
I'm telling you, Jeffrey, man, this idea of the yes attitude. I know you trademarked this one, and it's a great attitude to have, this yes attitude. I'm so glad, so glad and grateful that I had you on the podcast today to share this with everyone out there and Cut the Crap Podcast Nation because, again, this little gold book of yes attitude, it does have um, the ability to really put people on a different path altogether. And that's not hyperbole. It's not hyperbole. Far too many of us are surrounded by negativity, and this could be the catalyst that really puts you in a new direction. So thank you so much for writing it, man. And again, it's a thank you so much pleasure. for coming on here. Hey, no, thank you for having me. I totally of course, appreciate man. it. Of course, man. Absolutely. So hey, really quickly, for anyone who wants to get in touch with you or follow you along online, how can they go about connecting with you, man? Well, I don't really have any website. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, it's Gittimer.com, <laughs> G-I-T-O-M-E-R.com, or go to Amazon and put in Gittimer or go to LinkedIn or YouTube or any place and put in Gittimer. I'm all over the internet. Hey man, you there's take, a bunch of free stuff the and there, there's a bunch of free stuff. And there's a bunch of paid stuff, but um, I'm going to challenge you. Uh, we have a few new books that are coming out over the before the year is out. Let's do this one more time. Hey man, I'm down and, and play together with your audience. But if you're out there and you're and you're getting good vibes from this, would you please let us know that you listened to this podcast, that you downloaded this podcast, and it actually made an impact. There we go. Nice. If you can do that, that's probably the greatest thing you can do. Leave a comment someplace in in uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you wherever you get your podcast info. There we go. Awesome. Hey man, thank you so much once again for coming on the show. It's, it's a, a great pleasure, pleasure, man. You betcha. I'm totally appreciative of the opportunity. Hey, I'll see you soon. Thank you. you. Take care. Bye bye. All right, my friends. I told you. I told you. This was a hell of an episode. Jeffrey Gittimer's Little Gold Book of Yes Attitude, How to Find, Build, and Keep a Yes Attitude for a Lifetime of Success. What can I say? Seriously, what can I say? I, I love talking to Jeffrey. He's got that attitude down. The man is, he's a legend in the industry, in the sales industry. And there's a reason for that. And he says this, one of his, this is one of his most favorite books. And why? Why is it one of his most favorite books? Because he knows just how important mental attitude is to success. If you're in sales, marketing, it doesn't matter what you are, actually. It doesn't matter if you're in sales or marketing. If you're a human being, for crying out loud, I said this in the, the podcast as well. If you're a human being, you want to implement this attitude. I don't think there's a lot of pessimistic, negative people who listen to this show. I just don't think I attract that kind of listener. And if you are that kind of person, maybe you came here for a reason, maybe because you want to change. If you know somebody in your life who needs to hear this, send it to them. If you work with people who need this, send it to them. If you have family members who need to listen to this, send it to them, please. You have no idea what kind of ripple effect this could have on somebody. This stuff is so important. And the more I think about it, the more I double down on it. And that's why, you know, it's really funny that I I popped this episode in here. And just so happens, right? It just happens. It's just the way that it worked out. But I paused for such a long period of time. And it just so happens this was this was the next episode up on the docket. And I, I, I kind of laughed because I said there's a reason why this one was up here. I'm doubling down on this one and I hope you double down on it as well. Getting your mind right is one of the most important things you can do. And if there's something I can do about it in this lifetime that I have, then God damn it, I'm going to do it. So thank you again, everybody, for tuning in this week. If you loved this episode, then please, like I said, go online, rate and review the show on iTunes. Send this to your friends. Send it to your family. Share this on social media. If you haven't connected with me yet on social media, I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Connect with me on there. Tell me how much you love this episode. Tell me how you're using this. Just connect with me. Let me know. But in any case, my friends, 
It's been such a pleasure having you back here, and I'm, I'm so glad that you took the time to pop me in your ears again this morning or this afternoon, whenever you listen to this, this evening. It's just good to be back here with you. So thank you so much. It's a true pleasure to be here with you. You give me your time. You know how much I appreciate that. So thank you so much. And as usual, my friends, I will be back here, and I will be back here next week when I have a brand new book, brand new Golden Nuggets, an interview with an author. Of course, you know what I'm doing here every single week. I'm just trying to save you a little bit of time and bring you some information that can spark real change in your life. A fantastic, productive, inspired week, everybody. I love you all. Discipline equals freedom. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. The more discipline you have in your life, the more freedom you're going to have in your life. All those things that are hard to do, all those things that take discipline, those are the things you need to do. I just turn off my mind and do whatever it is I'm, I need to do. You know, I think people are always looking for some sort of, you know, remedy or some shortcut that's going to make them be able to do things that are hard easier, but no, hard things for a reason. So they're going to be hard. If they were easy, everyone would do them. And if something's hard to me, it's fine. I don't care. I'm just going to do it anyways. most important trait for not just for a seagull but for a person to do well and to be successful is you've got to be humble and when someone's not humble that's when all of a sudden they don't listen to anybody else that's when they can't they don't want to evolve anymore because they think they know everything and so they don't make any changes they won't improve so the most important quality for me that I look for in other people and that I try and maintain in myself is the quality of humility to make sure that you're always looking to improve and change and take input from other people so that you can improve yourself. Make sure you work out every day. That's very important because it's really easy to make excuses and especially that's why, again, that's why I think working out early in the morning is very important because the longer you wait to work out, the less chance you have of actually getting it done because the rest of life starts to chime in on your day and you start to have other people email you and call you and text you with their issues and problems and things that they need done. And so it's no longer your day, it's now everyone else's. So if you wake up early in the morning and you get your workout done before anyone else wakes up, you're good and they can't take that back from you. There's so many things that we take for granted every single day that are a complete luxury. For instance, turning on the water and getting to drink it. You know, that's 
that's not common in other parts of the world. It certainly isn't something you can do in in Iraq at all. You know, we have a comfortable temperature, you know, in a room to sleep in. It's not 115 degrees because we have air conditioning. We have electricity. We have lights. We have freedoms. And you know, it's it's really easy to forget that in America that there's so much freedom that we have here to go out and do things that you want to do and and chase pursuits that you want to chase. And the rest of the world I shouldn't say the rest of the world. There's other parts, obviously, that are that are like that. But much of the world, that's a that's a fantasy that they don't have the opportunity to do. So yeah, I think there's a lot of things that we we can sometimes take for granted in the civilian sector, for sure. Don't waste time because you haven't got much of it. I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm saying don't <laughs> waste time. I'm not saying enjoy yourself. I'm saying waste time. I'm not saying don't get after it in a multitude of different ways. I'm saying don't waste time. YouTube, waste of time. Television, waste of time. Surfing the internet, waste of time. So none of those things will bring you any, you know, balance. They'll just bring you weakness. And make you, you know, out of shape, and drain your brain. So that's what I'm talking about.、I'm、not talking about don't have fun. Have fun, but do something productive. Pick a target and engage. People ask me this every single day. They write into my podcast. They'll send social media. They're they're wanting me to say, well, if you do this breathing technique, or if you do these morning exercises, or if you eat this certain food, then that will give you the pathway to discipline. It's all just a big lie. Here's the deal: it's not easy. Do it. I don't see we. You know, again, people want to talk around, making things into this, into some super special secret sauce. There isn't any. You have to you have to work. You have to have discipline. That's it. Discipline equals freedom. <laughs>